This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Shi'ur today, I wanted to introduce to you the Holy Sefer Hechal HaKodesh from Rabbi Moshe Bar Maimon. Who was that? The Rambam. This is another Rambam. His name was Rabbi Moshe Bar Maimon Elbaz, and he was from the head of the Mekubalim in the area of Tarudant. Tarudant is in the south of Morocco, a little bit south of Agadir, right? It's a little bit south of Agadir. That's not far from where we get the Etrogim of Morocco. And here you have uh, one of the great Mekubalim. This is like unbelievable, I find, because we're going to see how much influence he actually had. And it wasn't even in the mainstream areas where the Megurashim came. It was it was in the south, and it was around the 1500s. Well, I would say the late 1500s. It's not exactly documented. And we don't know too much about Rabbi Moshe Bar Maimon Elbaz. What we do... What? So this is just around the time of the Arizal. And I'm going to show you that he did not know the Arizal. He did not know the Torah of the Arizal. And one of the great Rabbanim that put out his Farim and started quoting him, started adding on the Arizal. And the name of this great uh, Chacham was Rav Yaakov Sasportas. Rav Yaakov Sasportas was known, is known in the world. Everybody knows Rav Yaakov Sasportas as one of the chief uh, co- combatters against Shabtai Tzvi. He was the one of the first ones who came out and started revealing that Shabtai Tzvi is a Sheker Mashiach, a Mashiach Sheker. He lived in Holland at the end of his life. And this Rav Yaakov Sasportas puts out a lot of the, uh, a lot of the information on Rabbi uh, on the Hechal HaKodesh, Rabbi Moshe Ber Maimon Elbaz. His students who put out his book is Rabbi Aaron Siboni from the city of Saleh. And as I mentioned, Rabbi Yaakov Sasportas. So here is what happens, is, is, is very interesting. He writes a lot of different Hanhagot. Some of them are quoted in early sources like the Magen Avraham, brought down in the Shulchan Aruch, and brought down in the Mishtabura as well. So there's a great Ashkenazi post came till today. The, if you look at the Shilot Uchivot of Rabbi, uh, the Minchat Yitzchak, who is one of the, the who was the Abedin of the Badats, he was, uh, he, 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 he deals with the Hechal HaKodesh, not knowing where he's from, but it's, it, it's like he was, uh, he was a Mikubal that was in the south of Morocco that, that wasn't so well known. And I'm going to tell you some of his, some of these, some of his Chidushim that we do, and some of them that we don't because of the Arizal. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Sheakolim Midbaruch. Amen. I don't know where his kever is. They don't know too much about about him per se. They call them the Mikubalim of Tarudant. That around at that time also there was a great Magifa. There was a um, there was a uh, there, there was there was a plague, and because of that they had to um, they had to escape that area. They, 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 between 1598 and 1690, uh, there, there was, um, there, there was, there was a lot of, um, there were, there was a chabura of, of, uh, of, of Kiddushim. And, and around that time also, there was a, a plague that, a plague that they had to, they had to leave for 11 years. They had to leave the city. So it, it, it's, I just find it unbelievable because we haven't heard from Torah that came out of Tarudant. In the past uh, few hundred years, in the you know ever since the time of the Maram Elbaz, maybe I'm mistaken. But, uh, 
as, as far as I know. And here you have a great Torah center that Svaradim, Svaradim and Ashkenazim benefited from, and nobody knows about it. And nobody knows about it. So here, so this Sefer Hechala Kodesh was put out by Rameir Rabbi Bol in uh, the, the, the library B'nai Sachar, and recently they put out a small edition called a Kuntras Hechala Kodesh, that, um, that, 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 that just picks out the gems from his sefer that people could, could use in an easier way. So let's start with the following. Shulchan Aruch writes in Siman Gimel that if somebody, um, if somebody, uh, has to, relieve himself, so, in, he's in a place like in a field where there is no barriers, so he should have in mind that his face should be towards the south and his back should be towards the north, towards the, towards the north or opposite, but not between west and east or east or west. Magen Avram brings down the Sefer Hechal HaKodesh. Why? Because obviously he understood that the Shekhinah is between the east and west and it's not Kavod. Magen Avram brings this down and he says, That, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this is what the Shulchan Aruch writes. Shulchan Aruch writes between, uh, between north and south or south and north, but not east or west. Magen Avram says that the Hechala Kodesh writes, that Maram Melbaz writes not like the Shulchan Aruch. He says it shouldn't be or, or north or south or south or north. Rather, specifically, your face should be to the south and your, and your back to the north. But opposite not, and he writes the reason because the chelika tumah that that you had to you have to um, you have to you have to release always your back should be towards the north. Because from the north, uh, bad is always going to come out, so that's where you should let out the bad. So the Echala Kodesh uh, argues on the Shulchan Aruch, and the Magen Avram brings him down. The Magen Avram seems to follow that. Second second chidush in the. Uh, this um, this is I don't remember where I but I, I remember something in Masachet in in in, in Masachet Berachot yes now next Maram El Baz writes the following we know that when you wake up in the morning in order to release the negative tumah that you have on your hands you have to wash three times and how does it work three times. The Zohar Kadosh that the Bet Yosef brings down very specifically. You fill up your cup with your right hand. You pass it over to your left hand. And alternating, you pour three times. That's how you get rid of the Ruach Ra. What happens when you go to the bathroom? You also release a little bit of Tumah. What do you do regarding washing hands? So if you notice, by many, many Ashkenazim, they wash hands with a kidney. In the Sefer Magin Avod Daily, you will notice that over there it's written that our minhag was not that way. Our minhag was just you could wash your hands regularly under the sink. And people are surprised. They say, what do you mean? I thought you have to, to wash it under the sink. So the truth is, is that uh, Rabbi Shalom Misas writes that our minhag was never to use a kili. And many of the mod, of the recent mikubalim from Iraq, or Ben Sin Musaf, he brings as well, they weren't makpid at all on using a kili. So here the Magen Avraham brings in Siman Zayin Sivkatan Aleph Katuv Besefer Hechala Kodesh. He brings in the name of the Sefer Hechala Kodesh 
that somebody who goes outside of the betakise, somebody who uses the bathroom, he should wash three times alternatively. That means he doesn't say a kli, the truth is, but he says he should wash three times alternately, not just wash his hands. And he quotes from the Zohar in Bereshit. And because of this Magen Avram, the Mishtabura quotes this Magen Avram, and the Minchat Yitzchak quotes it as well. And, and the Mishtabura says that, um, uh, he brings in Sifka, Siman Dalid, Sifkatan Lametet, Mishtabura quotes the Sefer Echala Kodesh, that he's Machmir, that you should wash three times, and Magen Avram has questions on it. And he says it's not, it's not Mukhah. Zohar Bereshit Daf Tet. Peter, you have it over there. Oh, look at it. Look at it. Let me see if I can find it right away. It's because this is a Likut of this one. It doesn't have all of the uh, all of the details that uh, they don't have. They don't have that, that part. They they skip around. We have to get a, a the classic Zohar. Okay, so so the Sefer Minchat Yitzchak also in Chelik Yud Siman Memhei deals with the Sefer Echala Kodesh. And, and he brings that the Machatzita Shekel on the Shulchan Aruch explains that what's the proof from the Zohar that the Beta Kise, that the bathroom is always called a, has a Ruach Ra on it. And therefore, since it's like a Ruach Ra, it's like when you wake up in the morning, you have a Ruach Ra. That's a big question nowadays if our bathrooms do have a Ruach Ra. Rav Avad Yosef has a long teshuva about it, and he, he's of the opinion that it's called the Ruach Ra because the Gemara talks about a Bet Knesset a Parsiim. A Persian Beta Knesset, where when they used to have that, that, that the, here, then you're gonna use this in your repertoire of jokes, that the, that the slantedness went directly down. Went directly down. And the Gemara says that doesn't have Ruach Ra'ah. So the question is, our bathrooms nowadays are not like that. It stays in the, in the toilet bowl, and then it goes down. On the other hand, it's very clean. It gets cleaned all the time. So the question in the poskim, if that's called Ruach Ra'ah or not. So, I don't know what the Hechalach Kodesh would say nowadays because he was talking about where there's Ruach Ra in the Beta Kisei. But nowadays that there's no Ruach Ra in the Beta Kisei, would you still need three times or not? I'm not sure. Minchat Yitzchak, Minchat Yitzchak, as I mentioned, says that it could be that there's no proof in the Zohar nowadays because maybe nowadays it, it could it could be a little bit different. Okay, so that those are two points from the Hechalach Kodesh, from the Mikubal, from Tarudan, that was actually brought down in the Magen Avram and in the Mishnah Berurah. That's what you said. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. I don't know. I know that there are some who want to say that that, that, that a Kli is, is a different level. Either way, in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, then you for sure have to wash three times. Otherwise, the Minag in Morocco was not like the Sefer Chalakodesh. was just to wash. Another thing that he's very famous for, the Chalakodesh, is he is the one... What? No, 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 no. The Sefer Echala Kodesh is documents the Minhag in Morocco that on Shavuot they would throw water to each other. Himamash, he brings this down and I'll, and I'll, um, I'll, and I'll quote it to you. Did they use a super soaker? Oh, yeah, did they use a super soaker? He writes, uh, he, he writes that Nahagu kol Yisrael lizrok maim zeh beyom Shavuot and also they would go to the Mikveh or if they wouldn't go to the Mikveh at least they would pour nine Kabin nine, we'll call it a certain amount of water on them before Shacharit to remind us of the dew that woke us up. So here is the minhag of water. People ask where it came from. 
Now, it could be it got exaggerated and it comes to a point of zilzul where the Rabbanim throughout the generations of Morocco spoke out against. But notwithstanding, that doesn't mean you have to throw uh, the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> no pun intended over here. What you have to do is at least... At least to fulfill the minhag, like we do over here in Maganavot, we sprinkle water we, to remind ourselves of this minhag, brought down in Maram El Baz 450 years plus ago. So that was pretty awesome. And then there's a few more minagim that, that I'll, I'll mention very quickly. First of all, he mentions that we, I'll say a few minagim that he says that we did, and nowadays it changed because of the Arizal. For example, the original minhag in Morocco was that the bracha Hanotin Naev Koach was not said. Some didn't even say it with a sh- at all. Some didn't say it with a shemum malchut. Why? Because it's not written in the Gemara. It was it was it, and Shulchan Aruch writes not to say it with shemum malchut. So Shulchan Aruch not say shemum malchut. Maram El Baz also says you don't say it with shemum malchut. Now it's the minhag. Rabbi Shalom says insisted it was the minhag in Minknes till nowadays. However, everybody says the bracha nowadays. Uh, Why? The Ariza. So that changed because of the Arizal. Now, there are those who will tell you, no, the original Minhag, and they're right. I'm just telling you that certain Minhagim evolved, and this is one of them. Another Minhag that, uh, 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 that, that evolved is that Ketoret would be said, Ketoret would be said after Mincha. You would do Mincha, you would do Lam Natseach, Ashre, Shmonaisre, and you would do Ketoret afterwards. Yeah, nowadays they do, we do, well, we do Ketoret before and after. But Mincha, we do Ketoret after. Nowadays we do Ketoret before. Okay, I don't think that there's, that, that's not such a Me'akev. He brings the Minag of Yiru Enenu, which we still do, which we obviously we still do the Minag of Yiru Enenu. Every day, there's no, there's no difference between Motzei Shabbat and every day. Just nowadays, we just do Motzei Shabbat, you have more time maybe. But it shouldn't make sense. Rabbi Shalom says, told me you should say it every day, and that, that's... It's part of the tefillah. It, yeah, it's because, yeah, Tosfot is, was, says that we were taken because they would come in the field, but even not, it's a takana that remained. Um, a, a few other things is that, is that he does mention to wake up for Slichotari from Rosh Chodesh which is not simple. Not, a, not everyone had that. In other words, in Sfarnim had that minhag. By Ashkenazim, we don't have the minhag. This is an early documentation of the minhag. Uh, and there, there are a few, a, a few more, uh, uh, a, a few more minagim that, uh, uh, that that were very very interesting that he brings down, but uh, you should take it a sefer. You should look at it. I think we uh, we got a good overview at least of what this sefer is about. This great mikuban from Tarudan, the Maram and Bas You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.